Sabbath School Lessons from the Bible The Promise God's Everlasting Covenant How can it be that the Most High of the Universe is willing to make a covenant with you? How can it happen that a relationship with your Creator may succeed? Tuesday Law within the commandment. Law within the covenant. When we look at the law, then we could ask, why so? <clears throat> When people are together in a state, in a nation, The more people are, the more complex, the more complicated everything is, and therefore you need rules. And these rules are important. If they are kept, people are safe. If there's trespassing, it will be dangerous. There's a law within the covenant. And God tells us why he made this law for the covenant. In the book Deuteronomy, chapter 10, we read there that God wanted us to experience this this blessings here we read in Deuteronomy 10 verse 13 furthermore the Lord spoke unto me saying I have seen these people and behold it is a stiff-necked people oh why so stiff-necked Let me alone, that I may destroy them and blot out their name from under heaven. And I will make of thee a nation mightier and greater, and greater than they. So I turned, Moses said, he repeats what happened in history. And I came down from the mount, and the mount burned with fire. And the two tables of the covenant were in my two hands. 
God arranged it in such a way that the people could experience the blessings. 500 years ago, when the Reformation started, when there was this diet at Worms where Martin, Martin Luther had to recall and to repent, but he didn't. He was stiff-necked in a positive way. He had experienced how you can be saved. And he told his audience, the emperor and all the the kings and the elders in the nation of Germany. What is this all about? And neighboring kings were present as well. And the king of Denmark and Norway was there too. And when he came home, he was asked, now, what have you heard about the new emperor? And he said, well, there was, there was a monk, Martin Luther. And he told this and that. And he wasn't very impressed, but he, he had a colleague with him, a young one, and this guy was very much impressed and said, wow, that's great. Martin Luther said, we, we shouldn't give our money to Rome. There they will not use it in a correct way. They eat and drink there, the Pope and the cardinals and the bishops, and they have fine days all day long. And our people here are poor and live in poverty. And Martin Luther says, don't send your money to Rome. Use it in your own country. Build schools. Train teachers. Build hospitals. Train people working in a hospital. And then the nation will prosper. And they heard it and said, okay, we'll do this. And they took the young guy, sent away the old king, made the young guy the new king, said, well, we want to start the reformation in Denmark and Norway. And the kingdom was blessed. And then the neighboring nations, Sweden, Finland, they saw it. Said, well, how can it be? Oh, yeah, we do not send our money to Rome. We use it for our own nation. Oh, we could do this as well. So Denmark, Norway, Sweden, Finland, they all together, all the Scandinavian states, did not send their money any longer to Rome, but used it for schools and hospitals and for the personnel there, and these states prospered even today.